Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. It's the KSL Home Show, sponsored by Osmond Designs. If you like talking about Utah homes and real estate, then this is the place on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Home Show today. Thank you for joining us. You know, some of these episodes I get to just sit back and listen to you guys talk shop. And this is one of those episodes, of course, here with Heather Osmond, who owns Osmond Designs in Lehigh and in Orem. But Heather, you also have an extensive real estate background, which makes you a triple threat in the industry. You are so sweet. Lindsay, when I was first married, we needed a down payment for our house. And so I actually earned my real estate license so that I could have that 3% for my down payment. That's really when I met Drew Armstrong and Matthew Flinders. We've been lifetime friends from then. I think that was 25 years ago or whatever. Don't tell everyone how old we are. I know. You don't look a day over... I know. And then I pivoted to more of the interior design and furniture portion. I actually have been hired by you guys to help with some of your staging. I've referred clients to you guys. It's just been really, really fun. I sure enjoy having you back on the show, KSL. You guys are so much fun. Like we had mentioned earlier, our last podcast last month with you, we talked about the bloopers and the funnies of selling real estate, representing buyers. You guys, if you did not, and we listen have a to that, lot of things. You have to go back and do that because that will definitely have to be continued on another show. But today we're talking about how to sell your house, interest rates. We talked about Halloween costumes, Matthew. What were you again? I was an interest rate hike. Interest rate hike. It's terrifying. It's so, terrifying. So funny. The scariest costume out there. <laughs> <laughs> a little boring, but scary and easy. I love that, Matthew. That's great. Okay, so let's let's mention just some of the conversations that you guys have had this week and even this month about real estate I, I got here one. in Utah. People call me up. I probably have this conversation once or twice a day, and they say, "Is now a good time to sell?" You know, or is summer better? Should I wait till spring to sell? And I said, you know what? The number of days on market has actually gone down from about 14 to 10. Why is that? There's not as much supply. People are holding off putting their homes on the market. We still have too many buyers in the marketplace. I had so, uh, one that I put under contract this week, mm-hmm. and there were seven buyers on it. We we won, but it was a townhouse in Heber, and um, seven buyers still. Heber so, is booming. It right really now. is. Well, and I think if you Everywhere are if you are a buyer right now, you're mm-hmm. pretty serious about buying a home. You're not just going for decorating ideas. Mm-hmm. That's true. And at the same time, I mean, traditionally we've always said that probably some of the best times to buy are are December and January. If you're a buyer, I don't know how that's going to be affected this year, but I would say that probably it's going to be one of the better times to buy in the in the next like twelve months, 
December and January are are times when other people are kind of thinking, well, I don't want to move. I don't want to move my Christmas tree. I don't want to move. I don't want to move my Thanksgiving decorations. I've got all this these plans and things like that. And so what ends up happening is traditionally things sit on the market just a little bit longer and then sellers get a little bit antsy about that and sometimes are willing to give a buyer a little bit better price. So, um, but but it's interesting because we're going through, I mean, last year was nuts during Christmas and and, uh, shortly afterwards. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not sure exactly how that's going to affect things. But so far, you know, when you're getting seven offers that you're competing with on a $400,000 townhouse starter home yeah, these days are four hundred thousand dollars it's outrageous i think our average or our median sales price is 435 right now one thing i really love about you guys is you guys are some of the most techie real estate agents that are out there and i think <laughs> in today's market more and more people are sitting at home on their computer their laptop and they are looking at homes and narrowing things down before they even drive neighborhoods before they've even put in any info about the number of bedrooms and some of the specifics. So I think you can fall in love with a home um, before you even go into the home. And a lot of that is, of course, the quality of the pictures, the drones, the interior design, how the home looks. Is it cluttered? Is it clean? Can Does the home look like it's well taken care of? Those are big, big emotional selling points. And you can see the detail in all of those things in a way that in the past you've never been able to see. And because of that, I would say that on average, I would say that our number of homes that we generally show um, has probably been cut in half. And that's probably even before this past year because people can do so much of the research and they know, no, we don't want that one. And we've seen the pictures. We've seen the tour. We don't want that one. Or we're really excited about this one. And they, you know, they they've had an opportunity to get really familiar with the product before they are actually going out to. I mean, I think people always want to see. Okay, let me go and drive into the neighborhood and experience that. But the, it, it's different than it has been um, in the twenty seven years that we've been doing this. Uh, it's it's changed a lot. Do you feel like home buyers are savvier now in a way? Like when I bought my home. I don't think I noticed all the ways in which the floor creaks and that I got in the home and I was like, oh, there's a lot of creaky floors in here. <laughs> Do people notice those things? I mean, that's not something you can experience online. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think people are excited about it. And I think to some degree, I think it's our responsibility as agents to help them see those things and to help them have some context so that they can make a determination as to, well, how does this compare to other homes? Because they're not seeing as many to get that context themselves. And so they have to rely on a good real estate agent who has seen dozens and dozens of homes just like that that are competition to that. And we can say, you know what? No, this one is a little too much to, to bite off for this amount of money. Mm. You, you don't want to you don't want to take this one. Yeah, we, we talk about a lot of our real estate successes, but something that happens to us a lot, I ruin a lot of transactions. This week, <laughs> I, I ruined two. I had buyers that wanted to make offers on things and I showed them, I said, here's what I think the value is. If you want to spend more than that, that's fine. But but that's where 
I think the value is. And based on that, they didn't buy the houses. That's it's more work for me to do that. But but because prices are all over the place and buyers don't really know. They're not looking at as many houses. And so they don't have the opportunity to look as many houses because they don't during the window while they're looking that, you know, it's like, well, I've got a month and a half to find a house. And it's like not many, not as many come up and and they sell so quickly, the context is missing. And so that's where us coming in, I mean, you know, I've got a general contractor's license. And so being able to come in and say, that's going to cost you a lot of money that you're not aware of and you're not seeing. Or, I mean, I, I put one under contract that was on about 21st South and 7th East this past week. And it has very slanty floors. I mean, <laughs> the living room, there's probably an inch and a half out of square, but there's no cracks anywhere. It's been like that for 50, 60 years. The windows were installed or reinstalled crooked. Mm. And it, because the house was crooked, it's not a problem if you can deal with the fact that, you know, you can roll a matchbox car to one side of the <laughs> living Until room. Until there's an earthquake. And <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> right. But, but the, I mean, this house is not moving anymore. But you know that's a historic home. Right. You know there will be some imperfections. And I think there's some things that you can look at online. And then there's other things that you just have to go feel the house. And yep. a lot of times, I know when I was a real estate agent, you'd walk in and you you know that this is your home. It's undeniable. And the wife turns to the husband and said, this is my home. And he's like, oh, crap. Let me make sure the numbers work, right? But um, so many great factors. You guys are the best in the business. We've been chatting with Drew Armstrong and Matthew Flinders of Armstrong Flinders at utahrealestate.net. And we'll take a break more on The Home Show in just a minute. This segment is brought to you by Central Bank, who has been serving Utah for over 130 years. They are strong, safe, secure since 1891. Central Bank's continuing progress is a direct result of the dedication to the caring of each individual needs of the people and the communities that they serve.